In these winter months, consider TripInsurance.com to cover your next cruise investment. Buy direct from the leading insurers and save up to 40% or more on comparable plans from the other sites. Get a quote today and save from TripInsurance.com. Okay, stand by. Broadcasting from Amsterdam aboard Viking River Cruises, newly christened Viking Odin. This is Cruise Radio. Hey, I'm Matt Bassford. Doug is in Amsterdam right now for the christening of Viking River Cruises' brand new longship, Viking Odin. Peter Greenberg from CBS News will be stopping by. Ralph Grizzle from Avid Cruiser and others. Joining Doug now, though, is Fran Golden. All right. Joining us now again on Cruise Radio is Fran Golden, travel writer. And Fran, um, so Viking River Cruises have been, has been around for 15 years. And what changes have you seen as a writer over the past 15 years from inception until now? Well, I really can't speak. Uh, I'm too young to speak about from inception. <laughs> okay, big laugh from Doug. Um, but uh, I have cruised on Viking before and I will say this ship seems so much more contemporary and hip and modern and airy so clearly they've made it a little bit of a change they, they've done very sort of traditional style sure. river cruising and this ship says almost W Hotel this is this is for a new generation of river cruisers there's no gym on here well yeah but the idea behind that is because that was that was on purpose that yeah. was a design thing and the idea is that the ship stops every day okay you're on a river boat it actually docks in cities every day and there's wonderful gyms and spas and that kind of thing in the towns and cities so uh, my understanding I haven't done it yet but my understanding is Viking has agreements so everywhere you go you can go to a fabulous fitness center that's going to be better than what they could possibly put on a 175 passenger ship. So in Rotterdam tomorrow you'll be running 10 miles in the gym? Yeah I'll be whatever the beefy (laughs) equivalent of a gym club is in Rotterdam I don't think so but you can you know if you think about it this ship is pretty long so I I don't know how many laps around is a mile, but you could go up to sure. the top deck that's, that's and you could true. run around or you could, 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 you know, my little trick when I cruise is always use the stairs, go up and down the stairs as much as you can. It doesn't really help. You still gain the cruise two or three pounds or four or five pounds or in the case of Doug, maybe six to eight pounds. Yeah, exactly. um, <laughs> but uh, but you do uh, you do at least feel like you're working it off. Viking River Cruises christened four ships today. That's not really normal, is it, friend? No, you usually have one ship, but Viking actually in christening four ships broke its own record because a few years ago it christened three ships together. So they have a habit of doing that. And I thought one of the funny moments today was when the chairman of the company said they were kind of getting famous for their two-for-one fares, (laughs) which is a marketing thing, so they might as well do a four-for-one christening. Besides the obvious, of course, the smaller ships and such, what are the major differences between um, ocean cruising in the Caribbean and a river cruise? There's a lot of differences. For one, this, the water tends to be pretty calm. So river ships are really great for people that are worried about getting seasick. Um, you're unlikely to encounter a lot of waves. Sure. On the, you know, you can, I guess, yeah, if there's flooding. But, but um, the other thing is, as I mentioned before, river ships go right into town. Mm-hmm. So it's not any of this like you're in a, a port of call five miles away and you got to get on a bus or whatever. In most cases, you can walk right off the ship into town. Um, they often include tours with your river cruise fare. So when you get to a town, you'll have a choice of, of doing several things. And, and there's all, often something included. And it's just a small ship environment. I mean, it's 175 passengers. Yeah. You really get to know people. It's very social. Um, it's, it, 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 it's a very different experience. 
let's switch gears a second and talk about Amsterdam. This is my first time here, and I know you've been here a couple of times. Any first-time tips for listeners who may be considering Amsterdam? This, that, that we can talk about on the radio? <laughs> well, I, 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 and this is going to sound odd, but you really have to go to the red light district, and you really have to go there sort of from a um, historical, sociological sure. viewpoint, not necessarily to do anything, but just to see it, because it really is an um, interesting manifestation of society. Yeah. Um, and there are actually tours of it that you can do, not anything shady or dirty uh, that, you know, not, not, it's PG, let's put it that way. But, but you can get an interesting look at how um, the Dutch have dealt with this particular uh, part of society. And of course, I feel the same way about the coffee houses. Um, even if you're not imbibing, and by the way, that's coffee houses in quotes, um, if there's a green leaf in the mirror, in the window, it does mean that. Um, can I say marijuana yeah, and, sure. and hashish are for sale? By the way, other important things to see in Amsterdam, of course, this is this is where the Anne Frank. Um, yeah, I went yesterday. Uh, I went to Anne Frank House yesterday, and it was just it, it it brought me to tears. It was so amazing, and it's walkable from the cruise port too, like 15 minute walk. And it, and it yeah, it's an amazingly emotional experience. And no matter what your background, I think it's really worth doing and seeing and embracing that story. Um, also, I, I I love you know we have to say it the right way, Van Gogh. Right. Um, it's not Van Gogh here. If you ask for Van Gogh, they look at you like, what are you talking about? It's like Van Gogh or something like that. <laughs> Some such thing. Stop hacking your <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> um, but uh, but there are some fabulous museums. The Rijksmuseum. Museum. There's there's some great art in Amsterdam, and uh, you know definitely worth it if you have the time uh, going to those museums as well. Travel writer Fran Golden. Always a pleasure seeing you, Fran. Thank you so much for being on Cruise Radio. Oh, thank you. I'm having a blast with Doug in Amsterdam. I'll, I'll go no further than that. <laughs> This is Cruise Radio. For over 42 years, Park West Gallery has introduced over 1.3 million people to fine art. Here's what actual customers are saying. I've been collecting with Park West five, six years now. Six years. Nine years. Ten years. Everybody we meet at Park West makes you feel comfortable. You're part of their family. It is an exciting and fun experience. It is enjoyable, uplifting. Park West has been so kind to us. Park West makes us excited to spend money on art. To find out more about Park West Gallery, visit parkwestgallery.com or go to cruiseradio.net and click on the Park West Gallery icon. It's not just a good idea to have travel insurance during the winter months or hurricane season. Every travel agent or travel expert we talk to says it is a very smart idea to always travel with travel insurance. That's why you should check the folks out at TripInsurance.com. They have exclusive products from the leading travel insurers that you won't find anywhere else. Yeah, they are the low-cost leader in travel insurance with savings up to 40% or more when you compare similar coverage from other sources. What plan do you want to go with? Good, better, or better? They have coverage in all three categories that make it easy to find the right insurance plan for your budget. You know what defines great customer service? Actually being able to talk to a human being, and they do that at TripInsurance.com. They are committed to great customer service with 24-7 telephone support before, during, and after your trip. You can also file claims online right on their website, and they keep you posted of any travel alerts that could affect your travels or safety at your destination. Check them out right now. TripInsurance.com. This is Cruise Radio. He is the travel editor for CBS News, Mr. Peter Greenberg. Dude, welcome to Cruise Radio, man. Happy to be here. River cruising is getting huge these days. What are your thoughts? We've been on this um, Viking longship, the Odin, the brand new Odin, for the past three days. What are your thoughts? 
Well, first of all, most people don't realize how many ships there are out there mm-hmm. and how many different itineraries they go to. Uh, and until you take one of these cruises, you, you, may, you may have a perception that the average age of the customer is 105 years old. Yeah, exactly. That, you know, it's just boring. It's not. You're actually going on waterways where commerce began and still continues throughout Europe, mm-hmm. throughout Asia, uh, in, in, including places in, in, in China that are, that are just best accessible by, by longboat. Right. So for me, it's coming back with a vengeance because people are finally realizing there's value. Do you, uh, do you river cruise a lot? I do a lot of things a lot, but usually for not long periods of time because right. I don't have the time. Sure. Uh, I think it's uh, – anytime a journalist tells you he needs to be on a cruise ship for two weeks to see if the food's any good, <laughs> you got a problem. Yeah. Uh, so I jet in and jet out. But, you know, you can usually tell right away if they've done a good job. And they've done a great job here. They've, um, they've, really, they've really given a great thought to design. Uh, I think they've given a great thought to light um, in terms of the cabin experience. Uh, most hoteliers will uh, – try to trap you with mood lighting, and mood lighting puts me in a bad mood. Yeah. I like a, a room that I can actually control the actual brightness of the lights, because I like to read in my room, I like sure. to think and work, uh, and that's great. And of course, what they've done on this ship is they've actually made the rooms bigger by making the corridors narrower, because you don't spend a lot of time in the corridors, yeah, exactly. and you have a lot of space in the room. I, I think they've really done a thoughtful job, and, uh, and the other thing that I've noticed, and I'll be honest with you, up until about two years ago, I thought most of the food on these river boats sucked. Right. Uh, it's gotten a whole lot better. Cool. What do you think makes Amsterdam such a popular cruise destination? Well, first of all, I mean, look at what you have as an option for waterways. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's almost endless. And this is a perfect example, just as Vienna is to, to Budapest, of, of how traffic moves, how commerce moves, how people move, how communities thrive because they're on the river. And you're not going to see that in most other tours. Uh, I love the idea that you're really not stuck all the time on a bus. You can do a lot of stuff on your own. Uh, my, my best definition of a great shore excursion is when you get off and just walk around. Yeah. And that's exactly what I've been doing for the last couple of days. And, and that's where you can see everything. Sure. Over the past couple of months, post Costa Concordia, have you um, seen people hesitant to cruise? I think they're, they're less hesitant about cruising, but not hesitant at all about cruising. Because, first of all, there are great deals out there. You're seeing Western Caribbean cruises for $260 for a five-day cruise. I mean, you can't wake up in Fort Lauderdale for $260 a week. Um, and if you look at the real numbers here, cruising is inherently safe. I mean, I can think of only three examples where ships have hit rocks and have sunk in the last 30 years. Right. One was in 1984 off the coast of uh, Canada, which was the Sundancer. One was in 2007 with the MS Explorer. And then you had Casa Concordia. Right. As I'm speaking to you now, there are probably 300,000 Americans on, on, on more than 100 cruise ships somewhere in the world. Nothing happened yesterday. Nothing's happening today. And if you hear all the people laughing in the bar here, yeah, exactly. I mean, the only thing that's going to happen tomorrow is someone's going to be waking up with a headache. But, the, but other than that, uh, the numbers are, are totally in your favor. Do you have any travel tips for people who may be considering coming to Amsterdam or Europe from the U.S. and haven't made that leap yet? Um, what's some good advice? Well, first of all, if you if you have a problem flying to Amsterdam, you got a real problem because yeah, <laughs> because Schiphol Airport is one of the best managed and run airports in the world. Yeah. Uh, it's got unbelievable train connections throughout Europe. The, the, the train station's right at the airport. Uh, the transfers are great. It's a great hub, whether you're flying out of Amsterdam or taking the cruise. So it's, it's essentially a seamless operation. He's the travel editor for CBS, Mr. Peter Greenberg. Thanks for being on Cruise Radio. You got it. 
so dude, we saw you like a couple months ago on Carnival Liberty. Now here you are on Viking Odin. We had the christening today. Phil, welcome to Cruise Radio, man. Welcome back, I should say. Yeah, no, this is great. I mean, uh, all over the States, this is terrific for a Canadian guy. Yeah, dude, you, you like traveled like for 19 hours to get here or something like that, didn't you? Yeah, that's about it. The plane was about five hours late out of Vancouver by the time I got here, transferred. Yeah, 19 hours is wow. a good time. Wow. Yeah, I did 12 and I was beat. Let me ask you this, Phil. Um, these river cruises, they've come a long way over the years. What significant changes have you seen, um, let's just say, over the past 10 years? You know what? When, when I write the column about river cruising, I tell everybody, unless you're the kind of person who gets along with people, don't take a river cruise. Because right. there's no way you can avoid them. They're in the lounge, they're in the dinner, the same people. On the other hand, if I think if you're a friendly type, get along with people, want to have some fun, you're going to make a friend for life on a river cruise where you might not do that on an ocean-going ship, but you're going to see them every morning for breakfast, dinner, whatever the case may be. You get good friends out of the thing. And you say that because river cruise is typically like under 200 people, right? Yeah, and, and, and because you're dining at one time, the breakfast, everything is one room. There's not 22 alternative restaurants around the yeah. place where you disappear. Right. And, the, and you are going to make a friend and probably a friend for life. And I think what that's part of the design of the river cruising marketing people. They want you because they know the next cruise, you might bring six or eight people along. So we all want to read your column. Where do we find you? Portsandbows.com. And if you live in Canada, uh, most of the major papers uh, across the country in the big cities. Phil, God bless you, man. Thanks for being on Cruise Radio again. It's always fun. You're listening to Cruise Radio, the fastest-growing cruise talk radio show in the nation. We are broadcasting aboard the Viking Odin this week, the brand-new Viking Odin longship. And with me is uh, Chris Owen. Dude, welcome back to Cruise Radio. Hi, Doug. It's good to be here. Talk to us about this Viking longship, man. Paint a picture. Well, you know, what I was wondering about before we even got on the ship was what it was going to be like uh, an, ocean, an ocean cruise on a river cruise. And uh, some of it is, look, the cabins are really nice, very well appointed. Um, you were talking the other day about the uh, heated floor in the bathroom. Love it's them. Very nice, yeah. heated floor, tile floor. Lots of outlets. Uh, I don't know what it is about uh, the Vikings, but they like to plug stuff in. <laughs> and there's plenty of places to plug things in. You don't need a converter. Uh, right. you, 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 if you have one, you can use it. I had one, and I could have used it, but they have uh, the regular uh, plugs like we have in America. Uh, flat screen TV, great big flat screen TV with some nice programming on it. And the neat thing about it is, though, everything's close to everything. Well, this is your first river cruise, right? It is. I've never been on one before. And, I, and what I thought of river cruises, when I thought of river cruises before, I would think of like barges yeah. and slow moving things that go on. Well, they, they do move slow and they have a low profile like a barge, but uh, they're anything but um, on one, one hallway going down the center of the ship with cabins on either side. That's how wide they are. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's a very intimate setting, too, because it, by the end of the cruise, you're going to know your other cruise mates because it's not like, you know, 15 things going on at one place. It's one briefing a day to go over the next day. And you're also not going to find a lot of big, fancy Broadway shows and casinos and stuff on these river cruises as well, right? Oh, that's true. And, you know, you talk about the social element of the whole thing. If you're not a social person, you don't enjoy meeting other people. You might want to think twice about a river cruise right then, because there's really no place to hide on a ship like this. No. There's there's uh, no spa, no casino, no rock climbing wall, no um, ropes course. There's no a lot of the things that you associate with uh, cruising in general. We need to start uh, putting in little categories now because uh, we have river cruising and we have ocean cruising, and they're two way different animals. 
the dining options on this ship aren't crazy either. You're not going to find specialty restaurants all over the place. Basically, a main dining room and uh, a little... You, you, you mentioned it earlier, like a little buffet area on the after the ship. Sure. Uh, they serve three meals a day, um, but there's no room service. Um, there's not a 24-hour buffet open or pizza place. Um, everybody eats the sa- at the same time for dinner. Uh, it's usually at 7 o'clock, and we have a briefing the day before, uh, I mean, the, right before dinner, on what's going to happen the next day, which is kind of neat. It gets everybody all together. That's the, kind of the social aspect of it that we were talking about earlier. They really encourage that because while there aren't any um, big uh, features like you would associate with, uh, with ocean cruising, uh, river cruising offers uh, one great big feature that can be better than a whole lot of the other uh, things that other ships in the ocean offer, and that's the people that are on board interacting with each other. From ChrisCruises.net, travel writer Chris Owen, thanks for being here, man. Thanks for having us. It's a great time. Did you know that in 2013, Viking River Cruises will roll out six more ships? That's on top of the six ships being launched this year. So happy to have with us on Cruise Radio again, the man who wrote the book on luxury cruising, Mr. Ralph Grizzle from AvidCruiser.com. Ralph, welcome back to Cruise Radio, man. Hey, thanks, Doug. Let me ask you, what are your thoughts on river cruising? This is my first one. I know you've done a couple of them. What are your thoughts on especially the new long ships? Yeah, it's obviously a, well, river cruising's a booming market. Yeah, there's no question about it. You know, more and more people will show an interest in, and more and more people are learning about river cruising. I mean, people didn't know it existed. The long ships are, uh, I think they're uh, revolutionary. You know, they are, they're taking river cruising to where ocean cruising is, you know, in terms of the onboard product and all. If you look at this ship, it was designed by the guy who designed uh, the Seaborne ships and the Disney ships and the Holland America Line ships, and that is uh, Oslo-based uh, Bjorn Storbrotten. And I was going to ask you, because I know you do a lot of Seaborne and Silver Sea ships, um, can river cruising be compared to a Seaborne or a Silver Sea brand? Well, in some ways, I mean, not totally, you know, you're not going to, I mean, you know, Seaborn, Silver Sea, Regent Crystal, they have really raised the bar on the service, uh, service component. Uh, you're going to have larger staterooms on those ships as well. But, but in, in terms of, um, you know, sort of, sort of emulating what the ocean, luxury ocean cruise offer, yeah, definitely. What are your thoughts on um, doing excursions on your own instead of doing the cruise lines excursions? Yeah, well, when you talk about the ocean cruise, you can save a lot by doing it on your own. You know, of course, you get all the arguments that it's better to do the, ocean, the, the cruise line shore excursion because you can save, uh, because you're guaranteed to get, get back on the ship on time and all that. On the river cruise, typically they're offered. They're part of the fare that you paid. So that's a no-brainer. You know, you would go with the, uh, the river cruise company's uh, tours. Let's switch gears for a minute here. Tips for traveling in Europe. This is only my second time here. Uh, one thing I did learn is to change the euros before you get here. Don't try to roll up to uh, a cafe in Amsterdam with dollar bills because it's not going to happen. What are your tips for folks who, you know, maybe their first time coming to Europe? Yeah, it's a good question, Doug. You know, as you know, I've, I've lived here for six years. I live in the south of Sweden. And in Sweden, we're actually on the Swedish krona. We're not on the euro. But one of the things I do is I make sure that I have a, uh, a credit card, which is is, uh, which has no currency conversion fees, so okay. it saves you a ton, and you can just you can use that anywhere. I don't really carry cash with me. I use the, uh, the that that credit card. Dude, I know you're slammed tonight. Thank you so much for spending a couple of minutes with me. Always good seeing you, man. Ralph Grizzle from AvidCruiser.com, and soon to be maybe Avid Traveler, dude. Thanks for being here. Yeah, thanks, Doug. Yeah, good to see you. All right, that's gonna do it. Hey, we now have a cruise radio app, and you want it, you need it. Everything you love about cruise radio at your fingertips for your smartphone. Just go to cruiseradio.net and. Click 
click on App Store or go directly to iTunes and search Cruise Radio. From the Cruise Radio studios in Jacksonville, Florida, and on behalf of Doug Parker aboard Viking River Cruises longship Viking Odin, this is Cruise Radio. Thanks for listening to Cruise Radio. For information on how your company can reach over 100,000 travel enthusiasts a week, email sales at cruiseradio.net. Find Cruise Radio on iTunes, Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn. Just search Cruise Radio.